0: Focus on Headline. All right, let's take a look at what major issues are making the headlines today on Focus on Headline. For this, joining us in the studio today, we have our reporters in Cha Yun-kyang and Kim Min-ji. Guys, welcome back. Good evening. Good evening to you guys. Uh, we're going to start things off on the education front because today was so-called the public education stoppage day. Uh, where teachers uh, held massive rallies across the nation in front of places like the National Assembly and the Office of Education in different districts and cities as well. And this, of course, kind of sparked uh, by the death, uh, the the sudden death and the suicide of uh, an elementary school teacher at Seoyi Elementary School over in Sachogu District, Uh, today marked the 49th day of her death and uh, of course in korean and buddhist uh, traditions the uh, 49th day of mourning certainly has a significance but unfortunately even following her death uh, there was a number of uh, teachers who took their own lives uh, in the recent week or so uh, really sparking this massive rally here so we're going to get more details on this Yung-gung, you're going to start us off uh, what do you have for us
1: sure sj School teachers uh, set to hold a massive rally in Seoul on September 4th today to mourn the recent suicide deaths of fellow teachers. The rally began at 4.30 p.m. in front of the National Assembly, had originally been planned to mourn the death of a young teacher in Seoul who took her own life in July after struggling to deal with a school violence case. But at least two additional teacher suicides happened last week, adding fuel to the anger about bad treatment of teachers and raising the possibility of Monday's rally becoming the largest ever teacher protest. Many teachers have filed for a one-day leave of absence to attend the rally because they were distressed by disgruntled parents and unruly students and to call for measures to prevent such tragedies. A large number of teachers across the nation seem to have participated in the rally and memorial events. More than 10,000 teachers gathered in front of the National Assembly and almost about 1,500 in Busan, 1,300 in Gyeongsangnamdo Province, about 600 in Kaondo Province and etc. After using leave of absence or sick leave. While some elementary schools across the nation have been designated Monday a temporary holiday as too many teachers wanted to take a day off for the collective action public education stoppage day according to the educational circles. The education ministry maintained that any teacher taking a leave of absence to join the collective action will be dealt with sternly in accordance with the law and principles. So the number of schools with temporary holiday decreased but some schools still considered Shortened school hours and combined classes. There was a memorial ceremony in the Seoi Elementary School in southern Seoul this afternoon, organized by Seoul Metropolitan Office of Education. The Seoul Metropolitan Office of Education was scheduled to host a commemoration ceremony at the school's auditorium in the afternoon with Seoul Education Superintendent Cho Hyun and the chiefs of three major teachers' unions in attendance. A temporary commemoration place was to run through the day on the schoolyard of the Soi Elementary School in the southern Seoul participating teachers plan to call for the truth behind the young teacher's death to be found and an immediate revision to the child abuse crimes act in front of the national assembly a person in charge of organizing the rally said
0: more of, I guess, a remembrance and commemoration. Uh, I guess commemoration sort of has a, a positive uh, kind of a take on this. But uh, like I mentioned, it was uh, in 49 days uh, since the death of the elementary school teacher over in uh, Soy Elementary School. But what's shocking here is the fact that, I mean, they're saying that about uh, three teachers or so uh, took their own lives because of different issues right. with uh, parents uh, and which I mean, when you're seeing this in such a short period of time, and uh, for our listeners out there, we found out through uh, ever since the the Seoyi Elementary School uh, teacher taking her own life that there were actually a large number of. Uh, teachers who had taken their own lives, which were not reported mm-hmm. until recently. It had never really taken to the spotlight until recently. And uh, with all this, now, of course, teachers across the country, they've gathered together, both in memory of the Seoyi Elementary School teacher, but also uh, to protest uh, all the things that have happened uh, in the recent weeks. Now, we had the Minister of Education, Iju Ju Ho, uh, pleading to teachers to refrain from participating in the rally. Uh, Min let's get more on this.
2: Sure. So as teachers across South Korea gathered together to uh, protest today, uh, the government continued to warn them of disciplinary actions. According to an online community of teachers, about 70,000 teachers participated in the September 4th rally in pursuit of better rights of teachers in classrooms. In contrast, the South Korean government has announced that 30 schools nationwide temporarily closed their doors as teachers plan to take a day off. And against this backdrop, on Sunday afternoon, the government held a closed-door consultation meeting with the ruling party to discuss possible solutions and measures to take in relation to teachers' rally under the slogan, quote-unquote, the public education stoppage date. Education minister Yi also pleaded that teachers refrain from taking the day off to participate in the rally and stay with the students. He also stated the government is committed to push for a swift revision of, of a bill that aims to enhance teachers Teachers' authority and protecting their rights as schools. Minister Lee also said that the education ministry shares the same feeling as teachers in commemorating the late teacher and the need to restore the clapped rights of teachers. His remarks were somewhat softer than last week when he warned that teachers participating in the rally by taking sick leave. Uh, constitute an illegal strike. The education ministry warned that school principals could face serious disciplinary action if they approve the teacher's leave. Nevertheless, the teachers have disregarded the government's warning and asserted that they would participate in the rally voluntarily and they have the right to use their leave.
0: So the frustrating part, I guess, for the teachers is that President Yoon Sung-yeon, I believe, came out saying that uh, he's, well, he's uh, to do everything he can Uh, to really uh, give the rights to the teachers and better the rights of the teachers. Yet, of course, it's kind of conflicting uh, message coming in from the Ministry of Education. But I guess it's understandable, right? Like it's kind of the same way when we had like collective actions amongst uh, uh, doctors and uh, other medical personnel, there were concerns uh, that there's going to be sort of issues with the medical system mm-hmm. there's a lot of sick people you know there you know people aren't going to be treated and in the same way kids are back in school now and uh, if the kids can't get the education that would be uh, i guess a bit of a problem but to go as far as there's going to be some sort of uh, repercussions and uh, punishments is it going too far and not siding with the teachers? Is some of the comments that's been coming out uh, from the public? But the education circle, the dispatch about 900 personnel. This including employees from the Seoul Metropolitan Office of Education, uh, and this is of course due to concerns over gaps in classes and guidance uh, following this massive rally. Uh, Yungyang, let's get more details on this.
1: That's right, S. J. The Seoul Education Office has sent about 900 personnel including school vice commissioner and educational administrative staff to prevent a gap in classes and guidance at schools on the 4th, which, which was the public education stoppage day set by Education Circles. The Seoul Metropolitan Office of Education said on the same day that in order to help elementary school students have a safe school life and operate a stable academic management, it has taken measures to provide emergency support to the school. The Office of Education explained that teachers took leave of absence and participated in the public education stoppage day to identify the demand for elementary schools which were having difficulty to operate normally. And accordingly, 300 personnels from the main office and institutions. Institutions and 550 personnel from 11 offices of education was assigned to schools. Except for the minimum number of personnel in charge of essential tasks at the Office of Education, related agencies and support offices, almost all school vice commissioners, school inspectors and educational administrative staffs were dispatched to the site. Educational professionals, including so- including school vice commissioners, supported overall educational activities such as education and life guidance, and educational administrative staff helped students have a safe school life such as serving school meals and safety guidance for commuting. Chu Hyun, Seoul Education Superintendent, uh, said that he will provide and he provided emergency personnel to resolve the gaps at school sites on the 4th to ensure student safety first and help stable academic management.
0: Now, today's sort of rally slash memorial uh, was, I guess, in some ways nothing compared to the sheer size uh, and the rally that was held over the weekend, I believe on Saturday, uh, where Teachers really from all parts of the country gathered together. They took buses and rallied near the National Assembly. And uh, the the number that came out was something like 200,000 teachers uh, participating in this Saturday rally. Uh, Minji, let's get more on what happened over the weekend.
2: Sure. So, thousands of teachers dressed in black gathered near National Assembly in for the rally on Saturday, and according to the organizers, about 200,000 teachers from around the country gathered to commemorate the recent death of young teachers and to call for better protection of their lives. So, the organizers said that some 5,000 people participated in the first rally. However, as it seemed that nothing was changing, the number of participating teachers continued to grow. As such, the number of participants Participants for the Saturday rally well exceeded the organization's expectation, expectation of 100,000. So teachers believed, uh, believed their deceased colleagues were under excessive stress due to pushy parents. They also demanded the government to amend the ambiguous clause in the Child Welfare Act that can hold teachers accountable for child abuse for what they consider to be necessary disciplinary action. The government and the ruling people power party agreed at the end of July to make legal revisions to protect the teachers' rights and enhance their authority in the classroom.
0: You have to understand that uh, in in some cases for like rallies, right? I mean, 200,000 is a whole lot of people uh, getting together. But if all the teachers got involved with this, with the simple idea that parents, number one, parents are being too pushy uh, and there is this Sort of cop, or going on, you know, power abuse going on amongst the teachers, uh, amongst the parents to the teachers. It's not just a few teachers that are going through this. Uh, these, all of these teachers, might have gone through some sort of pushy parents during their. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, some people might have been teachers for a long time. Some people might have been teachers for a short period of time. They must have all experienced some sort of uh, this abuse or bullying from the parents or even from the uh, the students to the point where they got together in one place to take part in this demonstration. But again, it's... (laughs) The, the public sentiment of this is quite interesting here, uh, because with this many people taking part in this rally, it's, it's late, likely that it might have uh, led to inconvenience amongst the citizens, especially during the weekend, where Yoido know, is already a crowded place. But uh, people are saying that this was different. Tell us how what this rally was carried out. Sure.
2: So, it was a large-scale rally with an estimated 200,000 people attending, but it was held in a very calm atmosphere. There were no politicians or Korean Confederation of Trade Unions appearing at the rally, and the citizens experienced no inconveniences like trash or any violence. The rally was held on all eight lanes in front of the main entrance of the National Assembly, and it was the largest of the weekend rallies that had been going on for seven weeks following the death of the young Soy elementary school teacher. But there was no trash at the Three and a half hour rally, and before the protesting teachers left, they collected the trash and garbage bags that they had brought with them. And the police officer commented that it has been a long time since he has seen such an orderly rally with hundreds of thousands of people.
0: So, if you remember, like when like trade unions, right? Not just the trade union, the worker, uh, What is it? Uh, workers' unions held rallies and stuff like that. There was like scuffling between like police officers, and there was like trash everywhere. And so the sentiment towards the trade unions and the, uh, the the workers union was not so positive, right? And so especially when teachers, when their job is to kind of teach students and uh, be, I guess, in some ways more ethical than others, uh, they're going to be following these little things here. And it was good to see that there was no sort of issues with this. But the big question is whether or not the message has been sent across and that there is change in place here. Because it is very shocking. One of the most shocking things that I've heard was the fact that over the past year, there's been, I guess, over a dozen teachers who have taken their lives and only one of them uh, made the news. So the most shocking one, I believe, uh, was, oh, man, there was there was an incident where two teachers from the same school committed suicide. But the school basically said that it was an accident and not a suicide. So even the school kind of overlooking the issues that were happening within this. But the fact of the matter is, as we said earlier, there was about three, three school teachers who took their own lives in the past week. In the past week, three teachers taking their own lives. And uh, this is even after all the outcry and all the calls for changes being made after these high Elementary School teacher took their own lives. Yoong very devastating here. Uh, tell us about the latest incidents where the teachers, again, are, are continuing to take their own lives because of, uh, again, issues happening within the school grounds.
1: Sure, SJ. The police is investigating the deaths of two elementary school teachers who were found dead. The teaching community is in turmoil as another tragic news follows amid memorial ceremony of a teacher at Soye Elementary School. According to the police and the Seoul Metropolitan Office of Education on the 1st, Teacher A was found collapsed in an apartment in Goyangshi, Gyeonggi-do Province, at around 7.30 p.m. the previous day. A was transferred to a nearby hospital immediately but died. The police, were uh, the police are investigating the exact circumstances of the death through CCTV, believing that A went up to the top floor of the apartment alone and fell. It is said that no suicide note has been found yet. A has been a teacher for 14 years and has been confirmed to be a 6th grade homeroom teacher at an elementary school in Seoul. He was on a sick leave since mid-July and was scheduled to take a one-year leave from the 1st. A's class students were said to be difficult to have class among nearby teachers because students did not follow the guidance well. On the other hand, B, a 6th grade elementary school teacher in Tolabukta province, was also found dead. And according to the police, B was found in the sea under Dongbek Bridge in kunsan at around 10.20 a.m. the previous day, a suicide note was found in B's vehicle near the bridge. An official from the Jeonbuk Teachers Union said in a telephone interview that he heard that B had difficulties in his relationship with a school official, adding that it is necessary to confirm the exact circumstances of his death through the suicide note. The Jeonbuk branch of the Korean Teachers and Educational Workers Union said that they need to strictly investigate whether there was harassment power abuse, or discrimination, and take measures to prevent a recurrence.
0: Now, again, as I said, there was a third teacher uh, in the past few days, I believe, uh, that was found dead this time over in Yongin, uh, gyeonggi the province. Uh, I believe uh, this particular person was, the, the suicide of this person was quite shocking because of the age uh, in her 60s, I believe. Uh, he, he was in his sixty, I believe. Uh, they said that he was under the educational authorities' audit upon request of a school parent uh, because of an accident that occurred in the class. So simply put, uh, a teacher has blamed this particular teacher for whatever happened. And there was an audit. They were trying to, I believe, remove him uh, from teaching despite the fact that he only had about a few years left until retirement. uh, You can tell us about this story as well.
1: Yes, SJ. It was found that a teacher in his 60s at a high school in Yongin, Gyeonggi-do Province, was found dead on the 3rd, and he was under the educational authorities' audit upon the request of school parent because of an accident in the class. According to the bereaved family and educational authorities on the 4th, C, in his 60s, who was found dead after committed suicide, was working as a physical education teacher at a high school in Yongin. C's family reported to the police that C went out the previous day and did not return home and was unable to reach, and the police found C after tracking the location of C's mobile phone. It is known that there was a suicide note at the scene, so a police official said that there was a statement from the bereaved family that C had been under severe stress due to recent complaints from school parents, adding that he cannot confirm the details yet.
0: Again, it, it it is, you know, we, we live in a society where, and uh, I, I often see this since I am a parent myself, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my kid's very young, uh, only four years old. And, uh, I mean, we're not at the level where there's too much, I guess, issues with schools and th- things like that. I mean, there's not a whole lot. But I, I've even heard that daycare teachers uh, are under a lot of scrutiny. They're always being, I guess, pressed on by parents and so forth uh for instance little things like you know because like when your kid's like four or five years old and Mm -hmm. you know they they fall down they get hurt right Mm -hmm. and uh you know you can't blame this teacher because a teacher does not do a one-on-one teaching. You know, they they don't supervise and look over a child, you know, one-on-one basis. There's like about, you know, if a smaller, if it's a smaller class, there's about five kids, but usually there's about, you know, 10 or more kids in each class and a teacher, one single teacher cannot look at every single kid at every single moment. Uh, but the blame goes to the teacher for some reason, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I've noticed that uh, when my kid, comes out with a bruise. The first thing the teacher does is takes a picture of my kid and his bruise saying that oh, something, something happened and so forth. And we just kind of go, I mean, he's a kid. He was going to bump in. But for understand, there are parents out there uh, who really take it out on the parent uh, for a daycare kid, you know, a little preschool kid getting hurt. I mean, it, it's part of, I guess, growing up. But uh, <laughs> it, it really is unfortunate uh, that someone that's, so close to retirement, had Mm -hmm. to take their own lives. And you could kind of imagine the pressure that was put into this particular teacher Mm -hmm. to the point where couldn't even wait a few more years until the nice little retirement there. And hopefully we are looking for changes uh, to come in this society where, let's face it, it has changed so much that teachers have little to no power whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Moving on here, South Korea having laid out a comprehensive plan for exports to support uh, the exports not only in traditional export areas like semiconductors, but also other promising industries. Uh, Minji, tell us about more about this comprehensive plan.
2: Well, for eleven months from October twenty two to August twenty twenty three, South Korea has been witnessing declining exports. And to break away from this, the South Korean government has introduced an all-encompassing support strategy that pursues to diversify export items and markets. Not to mention, strengthen existing infrastructure. So the government expects that South Korea will maintain its trade surplus throughout the end, uh, throughout the second half of the year, with gradual improvements in outbound shipping of semiconductors, IT items, ship exports together with strong automobile and uh, secondary battery exports. And as such, the government strategy focuses not only on enhancing the competit- uh, competitiveness of existing export industries, but also on uh, bolstering export momentum in promising areas like digital technology, content, and nuclear energy. And it plans to support South Korean companies in winning contracts and new strategic markets including the Middle East Latin America and the U- European Union so these companies will receive various forms of support including trade and export financing that totals up to 181.4 trillion on Korean one or 130 billion US dollars by the end of 2023
0: all right so uh, tell us more about these uh, quote-unquote promising areas
2: uh sure so in addition to boosting key item exports like semiconductors and secondary batteries the South Korean government hopes to gain momentum in promising sectors like digital technology, content, and nuclear energy. And first of all, in response to the high demand for digital transformation in the United States, the Middle, and the Middle East, the government will deploy a joint public-private sector task force to explore new markets. And in addition, it will also expand support for K content creators by creating K content strategy fund. And this. This is actually anticipated to enhance global competitiveness of large-scale content and local video platforms. Now as for nuclear power exports, the South Korean government will provide financial support and customized sales activities for countries that are likely to introduce new nuclear power plants like Czech Republic and Poland.
0: Now, we're going to move on here. Uh, We've been talking about the return of the Chinese tourists after uh, more than six years now. Uh, Now, the South Korean government will be exempting visa fees and uh, increased flights for Chinese tourists in order to meet uh, its target of attracting 2 million Chinese visitors. Uh, You can get, get more details on that.
1: That's right, SJ. South Korea's finance ministry said Monday it plans to lift the visa processing fees for Chinese tourists through the end of this year and increase the number of flights in line with efforts to attract more Chinese visitors. The latest move came three weeks after China's tourism authorities announced the decision to lift the ban on group tours to South Korea, ending a six-year hiatus caused by freight relations following the deployment of the U.S. defense system thought here. The government plans to attract 1.5 million additional Chinese tourists in the second half with a goal of reaching 2 million for all of 2023. And the figure is expected to contribute to a 0.16 percentage point growth in South Korea's gross domestic product. In order to attract more tourists, South Korea plans to lift visa processing fees currently set at 18,000 which is 13.6 US dollars for visitors arriving in groups until the end of December. South Korea added it will proactively approve additional flights between the two countries. The government will also develop package programs that connect to the annual Korea Sale Festa. The Korean equivalent of Black Friday scheduled in November. South Korea plans to immediately refund value-added taxes for foreign tourists through mobile payment platforms as well, with the service being available for WeChat Pay starting in October. The service for Union Pay and Alipay will start in December, the government added. The government also plans to intensively develop premium tourism products such as MICE, casinos, K-culture and medical tourism. On the 5th of this month, the Qingdao Mice Roadshow will be held involving more than 170 people, including 20 domestic institutions and Chinese companies that have demand for tourism. The government will also develop products for local tourism and beauty and health checkups for Chinese middle-aged and young generation. On the other hand, the government plans to improve the quality of Chinese tourism by preventing low-cost tourism and fierce competition. The move is to prevent uh, the problems such as over-tourism caused by the rapid increase in Chinese tourists in the 2010s. The government will begin expanding efforts to crack down on unauthorized co- accommodations and tour guides in September.
0: Yeah, one of the things that uh, the government really... I, I don't know if this is part of the crackdown for unauthorized accommodations and stuff like that, but uh, one of the things that we've noticed is if there is a huge influx of tourists that are coming to certain areas, these hotels and motels and other accommodations and uh they, they start really jacking up the prices which mm-hmm. we saw that even with last year i believe when they were having the what is that the, the bts the 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 busan world expo mm-hmm. let's push for busan world expo concert right. that they had mm-hmm. with bts and they knew that uh, you know tens of thousands of people were going to be heading over to busan they started you know they started canceling previous mm-hmm. uh i guess uh what is it uh reservations made Mm -hmm. by other people because they knew that they were going to be able to make more money off of these people that were going to come in last minute. And so uh, little things like this, it's it's things like this that ruin, I think, the image of Korea. Mm -hmm. And uh, we even saw that, unfortunately, during the 2018 Pyeongchang Winter Games where a lot of these accommodations started really charging a lot of money uh, for people coming in from different parts of the world. Um, One of the things that we've talked a lot in our program was the issue over low birth rate uh, and of course we've also talked about how the government is trying to come up with different measures uh, to increase birth rate as well. Well, as part of such efforts, uh, the government will now be placing 15 trillion Korean won to next year's budget for low birth rate related policies. Uh, Minji, let's get more on this.
2: Sure. So the Presidential Committee on Aging Society and Population Policy announced that it drew up 15.4 trillion Korean won, which is about 11 billion US dollars, for next year's budget to tackle issues pertaining to low birth rate. And previously in March, the South Korean government announced measures in five key areas of declining birth rate that is, childcare and education, keeping pace with work and childcare, housing, reduction of childcare cost burden, and health and more specifically 1.3 trillion korean one, which is about 985 million us dollars was allocated for child care and education area and also to keep pace with work and child care paid prot- Paternal leave will be uh, period will be extended from 12 months to 18 months, and the salary incentive will increase up to 4.5 million Korean won per month when both parents take a leave for childcare. And in terms of housing, the income threshold for mortgage for households with children, regardless of their mar- marital status, will be significantly reduced from the current 70 million on Korean won or 53,000 US dollars or less for newlyweds to 130 million won or 98,000 US dollars, and the interest rate for both home purchase of, and rental funds will be reduced to the lowest level. And in addition, to reduce the cost of raising a child, the parental allowance will be expanded to one million Korean won at the age of zero and the cost of mandatory fertility tests for couples preparing for pregnancy and assisted reproductive technologies using frozen eggs will be subsidized as well. The income requirement for medical expenses for premature babies and children with congenital abnormalities will also be abolished. The Committee on Aging Society, and Population Policy stated that it is meaningful that measures announced by the committee presided by the president will be reflected in next year's budget, and it will continue to cooperate with other ministries to come up with new policies.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I'm a little bit concerned about, like, uh, you know, if you have like one or two two children, they give you like lower interest on mortgages and things like that, Uh, it might cause people to do bad things just for the sake Mm -hmm. of uh, getting apartments uh, we had you know incident allegedly if you guys remember the uh, the Cheungin incident right mm-hmm. uh, where the parents the adopted parents allegedly uh, adopted, one child, one child in order to get more points for the lottery system and so forth. And once they've realized that it wasn't needed, you know, we don't want to go into details about what exactly happened in uh, regards this. But again, big questions as to whether or not all of this actually does will eventually help with the increasing the fertility rate. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the presidential office said it will be announcing real estate supply measures this month. The office said that there will be no crisis of September. Uh, you can get let's get more on that.
1: Yes, SJ. The presidential office announced on the 1st that it plans to announce real estate supply measures within this month. Choi Sang-mok, the chief of economy, said in a briefing at the presidential office in Yongsan in the afternoon that since there is a concern regarding the supply with the LHC. in incident, he will come up with proper real estate supply measures and announce them in September. About the details, Che said that supply in private sector has shrunken in many ways than in the past. So he is considering how to promote supply by releasing these parts. And also he will come up with measure measurements for supply in public sector and announce them also. Regarding the economic outlook, Chief Che said that despite the trend of industrial activity in July, he cautiously expect a recovery. Recovery trend from september and october he added that he expects that the minus export will be ended which has lasted for 11 months from around october regarding the so-called crisis of september he also said that it is absolutely not a situation that can be seen as a crisis from a broader perspective adding that there is no crisis of september
0: uh, we're going to move on here. Uh, this week, President Yoon sung yeol again, busy with diplomacy. He's going to be visiting Indonesia in order to attend a number of summits on the sidelines and meetings with ASEAN leaders. Uh, there, he's going to be calling for a stronger international response to North Korea's nuclear threats uh, at these summits. Uh Min-je, let's get more on this.
2: Sure. So South Korean President Yoon suk is to visit Jakarta, Indonesia for four days starting from tomorrow to attend a series of summits scheduled on the margins of a meeting of ASEAN leaders. On Friday, he will be in New Delhi for a summit of the leading rich and developing nations. So President Yoon said in written responses to questions from the Associated Press that he intends to urge the international community to resolutely respond to North Korea's ever-escalating missile program and nuclear threats and to work closely together on its denuclearization at the upcoming ASEAN-related summits and the G20 summit. He also mentioned that faithful implementation of the UN Security Council's sanction can actually block North Korea's financial means for developing weapons of mass destruction to a significant extent. So North Korea has indeed been facing severe economic troubles by its draconian pandemic curves, but as if it weren't an issue North Korea has been performing a record number of missile tests since last year. And furthermore, even though the United Nations issued an order for member states to repatriate all North Korean workers by December 2019, a large number of North Korean workers has reportedly remained in Russia and China. And for North Korea, these workers have been the key source of foreign currency. And against this backdrop, President Yoon said he will use the group of 20 summit to underscore the need to actively deter North Korea from stealing cryptocurrency, dispatching workers overseas, facilitating maritime shipments and other illegal activities which are actually the main funding sources for its nuclear and missile developments.
0: But as we've long noticed that uh, passing any kind of UN Security Council resolutions is very difficult as Russia and China has the veto power and they've been using those veto power and which is why with North Korea knowing very well that they need North Korea, sorry, Russia and China's, check that, uh, to continue on to use their veto powers, they're gonna probably continue to have. Friendlier ties with those two countries. Uh, do you have anything to add on to this?
2: Sure, um, as you said as she Kim Jong-un knows how Important it is to have both China and Russia on its side So what's interesting is that North Korea does not actually entirely trust China and Russia and vice versa But the three countries need each other for uh, in their own way So North Korea has been trying to deepen cooperation with China and Russia And this actually proved to be helpful for North Korea as China and Russia Russia Russia, which are both permanent members of the U.N. Security Council, have repeatedly blocked the U.S. and others' attempts to toughen U.S. sanctions against the North. And North Korea's run of prohibited missile tests does not seem to have been an issue for them. President Yoon Suk-yar said China seems to have considerable leverage over North Korea and that about 97% of North Korea's total external trade volume last year was actually with China. He also added that we will need to keep an eye on whether China will actually use this leverage and if so how much and in what way
0: now of course uh, just in uh, about an hour ago russian defense minister uh, sergey shoigu came out proposing holding joint naval exercise a recent meeting with a north korean leader so maybe we'll get some Mm -hmm. more updates on that for now guys it is all the time that we have now thank you as always with your reports have a safe one and we'll see you guys again Thank
1: thank you thank you